This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Just be patient, and I know I stink. Everyone tells me I stink. Yeah, you're so the worst. I am the worst. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at com. I tell you, I'm not a very good catcher. I'm much better at getting high than getting low. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Inside the 15, BU later! Two plays and a touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! And even some things not happening in the sports world. It's always you asking Steve if he's done things and he says no. It's always him saying, no, I don't know what that is. I don't do that. No, no, no. He said, why don't you ask him some things that he does know? Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, and I-135 Cup champion himself, Mr. Steve Sell. I'm not sure I'm the most popular man in this room today. Well, you're up there. Good I afternoon. I mean, we got a couple guys that, I mean, they're way up there. I like your grout fit. You're gray on gray. I'm a big... It looks good today. I like a little touch of gray. I, I like you. You are a touch of gray kind of man. I think it looks good <laughs> well, on you. Well, the gray is a... Pessimistic gray, as you might say. Steve, we have lots to talk about today. Yes, we do. Number one, you mentioned a room that is full of powerful, important people here in this town. We'll talk about we'll talk to them here in just a minute. Royals, we can talk about them if you want. That was fun last night, wasn't it? It was fun to watch Alex Gordon pitch. Did you know he was a sidearm pitcher? I didn't. You know where they missed the boat. Why didn't Bubba pitch? They should have thrown Bubba out Bubba there. Bubba throws like ninety six. They could have just started pulling people and, out of the stands and before, at that and before point. he went three for four last night, I said, you know, why didn't Bubba try to pull a Rick and Keel and go from outfielder to pitcher? And Keel went from pitcher to outfielder. Why don't they try Bubba going from outfield to pitcher? He was a great high school pitcher. Up until his senior year when he was not right. allowed to throw anymore. Right. So, who knows? Maybe good times are coming. I don't know. Well, if you go to midkansasonline.com today, I talk about the Royals. They have 30 games to go. You look at their schedule. They've got some games with the Marlins, who are really bad. Orioles. Orioles. Uh, they play White Sox. White Sox. Tigers. Tigers. Oh, they got some wins but there. They've got seven with Minnesota, which has just tattooed them basically all year. They've got a series with Houston. Uh, they got. They still have four, three more, I think, with Oakland, which I don't think they're going to win a game against Oakland this week. I really don't. Oakland is just absolutely on fire right now kind of like my redbirds yeah sure we'll, we'll give you some credit there well steve we have two people in the studio with us who have been doing their best to not laugh in the background because we, <laughs> we we are just so funny well, we have we really are we have none other than central christian college golf coach and athletic director kyle moody we also have galen shields of state farm insurance gentlemen we're glad to have you in studio today Well, the reason we have you in studio today is to talk about the Clash of Conferences Cup, which is the brainchild of all of the great athletic directors and golf courses in the KCAC and the Sooner Athletic Conference, an event that's coming up this weekend. And you guys wanted to talk about this event and, and, and sort of how it 
came to fruition with an event that's going to be played down at the Heston Golf Course. But the Central Tigers, you've got the Tabor Blue Jays, I believe you said the Friends Falcons. There was one more out of the KCAC, Bethel, it will be in it, as well as Oklahoma Panhandle State. Coach Moody, give us a little rundown on this event and what's going to be going on this weekend, Saturday, right? Saturday, yeah. Saturday at uh, 8 a.m. we'll tee off and um, going to have groups out there uh, for the men's and the women's teams will both be playing. They'll play stroke play in the morning and then we'll do a match play event in the afternoon. And uh, the way that will be set up is the, the top two uh, teams or the top team from the KCAC and the top team from the Sooner Athletic will then take each other on in the, uh, in the match play event in the afternoon. So. Well, the match play is really exciting. Um, uh, I got to play match play this summer. We just completed the I-135 Cup at Heston, by the way, and the fairways were just in fabulous shape. The greens were in fabulous shape. And uh, as long as it doesn't rain, uh, we played a little bit. You know, it was kind of wet when we played, but Heston's in, a, in, in great shape. But match play is so much fun because every hole you're starting at even par. You know, in stroke play, you might make a double bogey and feel like, i got to make a birdie to get that back. But in match play, every hole is a new entity. And, you know, if you have a bad hole, you just go to the next hole, put it behind you, and, uh, you know, try to win that next hole. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I really enjoy match play. They concede putts. And fortunately, we played a couple guys that conceded me about three two-footers. They don't realize I'm a little shaky on two-footers <laughs> sometimes. But, you know, if someone gives you a putt, Hey, you'll take it. I also had to putt about a 12-inch putt, which I kind of thought was odd after I'd been conceded a few putts. But anyway, match play is just really a fun form of golf, and I really like the match play. So how did this idea to incorporate not only the Sooner Athletic Conference, which Central is in, and then KCAC, which with a lot of the schools that are around here, McPherson, although they don't have a golf team, how did you come up with this idea to to do this, and what do you think the benefits are? Are for this in the fall season? First of all, um, I have to say thanks to State Farm. Um, they're the ones that are sponsoring the tournament. And uh, But the, where the idea came from was uh, uh, the coach over at Tabor, who is Michael Jamison, he and I normally play a little little duel before the season starts to kind of get everything going and, and get us into the swing of the season. Um, and we were just kind of talking about it. I said, hey, what if we did something a little bit cooler this year where we did uh, the 36-hole event and then – uh, play match play and stroke play and then they said well, well why don't we invite a couple other teams to come play with us and so that's kind of where it came and we he talked to the the coach at uh at friends and the coach at bethel and and i talked to the coach at oklahoma panhandle state and we decided to make it a, an event where we pit two conferences against each other and um we hope that the players have a good time um playing both stroke play and match play number one and then also the, to give them the opportunity to uh, just get into the swing of the golf season. This is the first event for all all the schools that are involved. So Now, you mentioned that there is sort of a swing in college golf right now to be playing a lot of match play tournaments. Is that something that will happen for you guys in the spring, or is that more of an NCAA Division One thing? Do you really get to play much match play later on in the year? It is definitely trending across college golf. Um, in the Sooner Athletic, we haven't made that transition yet, but I know the KCAC will be playing a preview event this fall, um, all the schools will be playing a match play event. Um, the NCAAs, uh, it's always a fun event to watch in the spring. What they do is I think they play two or three days of stroke play, and then I believe the top eight teams qualify for match play, one against eight, two versus seven, etc. And uh, 
Oklahoma State, I believe, I was trying to think who they played this year. Oklahoma State was in the finals, got beat up. Oh, you look at Oklahoma State's team, they had two players who have already gone out on the tour. And, and you know, they didn't even have their tour cards. Uh, you know, they just graduated in May or just left school in May. And Victor Hovland was one of them. Yeah. And then uh, the Wolf, um, Matthew Wolf, I believe his name is, who's got the really funny-looking swing. But he only hits it about 350 yards with that funny-looking <laughs> swing. But uh, uh, it's interesting. You could just, like, Oklahoma State won the match or the stroke play by a mile. But then when they got into match play, funny things happen. That's why I love the Ryder Cup when the, you know, between uh, the Europeans and the United States, uh, next year the Ryder Cup will be at Whistling Straits, Ooh. which is a course. You know a thing or two which about of course, that place. Which, of course, I played last summer, and I didn't play exactly the tees they played. <laughs> but uh, I got my you know binoculars out and looked back where the black tees were when we'd be on the regular tees. And you look back there about 80 yards, and you see where the pros hit from. So uh, anything can happen in match play, and I think it's, I think it's a really cool thing. Galen, who are some of the other state farm agencies that have gone in on this? Because obviously there aren't enough here in town to support an event like this. Have you reached out to some of the other agents in other towns? Yes, we did. Um, we actually offered it to some others, but four were able to uh, take advantage of it. Um, I would like to uh, mention them. One's my son, Kevin Shields, a state farm agent in Wichita. Becky Walsh has offices in Hillsboro and Marion. So she's a sponsor, Jim LaDuke and myself. So there's four of us. Where's LaDuke today? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I, I sent I'm him sure he's email. working hard. I sent him an email and I didn't get a reply, which means he probably is so busy he hadn't had a chance to read it. Well, he always Long tells, lunch. He always tells me he's, he's about one of the busiest men in the country is what yeah. he tells me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think he probably is because I don't see much where in the circles that I run well, with. Well, <laughs> I'll give you a little tip. He's probably getting ready. We have our fantasy football draft next week. He might be doing a little prep work. On <laughs> Hanging out at the library. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Coach Moody, since we've had you in here, I think we had you in, in December when you guys were playing in that, in that winter national tournament mm-hmm. down in, in Florida. Since then – You've become the director of athletics. What has that change been like for you to go from just a coach and, and recruiting and picking your team to all of a sudden being responsible for an entire athletic department? I get a lot busier. Um, <laughs> there's a lot more things to do, a lot more people to answer to. and uh, But it's been good. I've enjoyed the transition, getting to know even a little bit more about uh, sports just in general um, in Kansas and in Oklahoma. And I've enjoyed getting to meet some of the new athletic directors around here um, and some of the other coaches from other sports, not just golf. So I've enjoyed it. Well, there's been a a decent amount of change and turnover with that job in the last three or four years over at Central. What are some of your visions and goals of where you want to take that athletic department in the Sooner Athletic Conference or on a national scale? Where do you want to see the Tigers at five years down the road? I want to see us winning championships and conference championships and those kind of things. So uh, for us to be successful on the course, on the court, on the field, whatever that, whatever that looks like, I want us to be successful there. Um, I'd like to see our coaches um, supported well, and I think, we're, I think we have a really great staff. I'm excited about all of our sports coming up, uh, from volleyball, just um, we'll beginning uh, this weekend as well, um, and, and our men's women's soccer, men- mentioned our women's soccer team with the overtime win this past week, and, and that was exciting. Um, and so I think we've gotten off to a good start. I'm excited about where we're headed. And something that helps you uh, with your golf team to alleviate a little of pressure, Colin Duckworth, one of your former players, is now an assistant coach. Colin, 
All he did on Sunday in our I-35 Cup was make six birdies in his match. So Not Colin bad. can play a little bit. He's also going to be sports information director now. So uh, you've really, you know, Colin is a really super young man. Absolutely. And, young. and he, yeah. you know, he's a great student. Uh, he was kind of your number one guy for basically four years. But I think he's going to do a great job. For I'm you. excited about having Colin on board as well. He's done a great job so far getting in and learning the sports information directing side of things. And then being at practice in the afternoons, he's got a lot of things going on. Um, and then he's also, like you said, a really good golfer too, and great, great person to have on staff. And one thing I've noticed about your golf team, of course, I play out at Turkey Creek, and and you guys practice out there. Your numbers have really gone up exponentially here in the last couple of years. It looks like you've got about 15, 16 total kids out. I mean, there were days where you had about five for guys and three or four for the women. Uh, what is it? What have you done to get more kids to come play? You know, the big thing is just giving our our program an identity and saying this is who we are and this is what we want to accomplish. And um, that has worked well for us and getting people. I think we have 10 guys this year and we have six girls this year. Um, and the other part of that is we, we got better on the course since, I, since we've been here, you know. And, uh, going to nationals last year was a big thing. It helped our recruiting. And um, I'm excited we have five freshman guys and one freshman girl this year and they can play a little bit you yeah know, and, and you've got quite a few of your top i mean colin's gone but most of your other people are back they're back yeah so our our two and three bag are back this year and and so uh we've got a couple of freshmen that are uh playing well but we got a couple of seniors that are coming and kind of stepped up their game too so i'm excited to see where we how we do on well, saturday for sure yeah it makes a difference when you just don't have you know in the old days you showed up you had a spot now you got a you know, you have ladder matches or qualifying or right. whatever you do to, to uh, you know, evaluate that. But uh, competition in practice just makes you better. It absolutely does. And it reminds me of my high school team. We had 10 guys when I was in high school that could break 80. You know, in, in high school, you shoot in the 70s in high school, that's pretty good. And we had 10 guys on our team. And I know uh, my sophomore year, I only made three tournaments. And, and in practice, I had like a 79 average and only could make three tournaments. So... That competition just makes you better. Absolutely. pushes each other to, to do better yep. and work harder. I know that this Clash of the Conferences Cup this weekend won't necessarily be able to tell us the differences between the Sooner Athletic Conference and the KCAC, but how do those two conferences compare when it comes to golf? I, I know I've seen on some other sports where one conference tends to be a little stronger, or in this sport, the KCAC is a little stronger. How do those two leagues compare to one another in golf? Well... Obviously, I'm biased in this, but the Sooner Athletics pretty strong. And last year, I think we had in the, on the men's side, obviously Texas Wesleyan won the national championship for the NAIA uh, there in our conference. Oklahoma City is uh, university is also in our conference. I think they finished uh, third in the nation last year, and then Wayland Baptist I think finished 12th in the nation last year. Well, those Texas schools can play year round too. They you know, schools can. in Kansas and some of the other states, Oklahoma. Uh, it's not like being in Texas down there where Sagu is, or Texas Wesleyan, where, you know, in 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 December it's 70 degrees. So it does make a difference when you can play year-round. And plus, they've got so many schools to recruit from down there. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you, you, really, you know, you only need about 10 on your roster, to be honest, uh, you know, for to make a, a really good team. And, man, there's a lot of golfers in Texas that they can choose from. Does York College have golf? They do. Okay. Well, I would imagine it's very different golfing weather in York, Nebraska in February <laughs> than it is in Fort Worth, Texas. Absolutely. Just a little bit different. Yeah. 
So I think, yeah, they, they might have the edge there. Well, one more run through this. The Clash of the Conferences Cup coming up on Saturday. What time are you guys starting on Saturday morning? We start at 8 a.m. And actually, Galen will out, be out there. He's going to do a ceremonial first tee for us at 745. And we're going to do the ceremony there. And Have then, you been working on your swing, Galen? I will have to, yes. Okay. <laughs> hit, try and hit that cutter. You know, play the cutter. That'll work. Okay. That's uh, pretty natural. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a shotgun start, though, at 8 a.m., and then uh, we'll set up the, the match plays, and match play tee times begin at 1.30 in the afternoon. So it's going to be a very busy day down in Heston. Absolutely, yes. Well, hopefully the sun stays out, the rain stays away, you can get a full day of golf in, and I think all those guys are going to be pretty tired after walking 36 holes. They probably will be. Well, it'll get you ready for the spring season. What else is coming up for the rest of the fall for the golf side? Uh, we have a full slate of tournaments coming up, um, both for the men and the women. We'll be playing a couple in Oklahoma City. Uh, we'll be going down to Dornick Hills in Ardmore, Oklahoma, which is a really great course to play. Um, and then we're also going up to Marshall, Missouri, and playing in Missouri Valley oh, yeah. College's tournament. Is that so. the one at Boonville? Um, it is. Oh, no, Marshall's the, the one there. Yeah, Boonville's Marshall. where Central Methodist plays. Yeah. I remember when I was in college, they were always a big fan of the Boonville Golf Course. They played the conference championship match there a lot. Well, guys, we appreciate you coming in today and telling us a little bit about this event. And best of luck. And I guess we could say we're pulling for the Sooner Athletic Conference. Absolutely. I think we can say that. All right. No no Bulldogs. Nobody can get mad at us there. They don't have golf. Right. So let's go Sooner. All right. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. We'll take our first break. When we come back, Steve, you want to talk a little bit more about the Royals? Oh, we sure can. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Tap, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, I know you enjoy talking golf. Love talking golf. Coach Moody and Galen, they're all over it. They are. We Coach enjoyed Moody, that. Coach Moody's doing a great job. I mean, you get you know, you get sixteen kids on your team. That's pretty impressive, you know, at a, at a college school. We'll probably be able to drive by them on Saturday yes, and we see will. them competing. Yeah. You and I have a busy day on Saturday. We do have we'll a busy be going day. to Valley Center for the football jamboree. We'll talk about that a little bit later this week. And right. I'm sure there are people that are sitting at home and saying, what in the heck is a jamboree? Is it going to be like a band getting together and, and playing notes? What else would you describe a jamboree well, as? Well, it's just going to be football scrimmage. Well, I'm sure there are people at home that are confused. Right. Going, what, just, what is a jamboree? They, this is this is something new Cache is allowing. They're thinking Charlie Daniels and the band are out there playing. In fact, I'm not sure. I haven't talked to Pav. Maybe you have. I'm not sure what they're going to do on Friday night. I think they're going a little earlier. Well, they're going to go from 6 to 7 is what I think I heard yeah, him say yesterday. Yeah, kind of a walkthrough and, and they're just going to have a practice. Yeah. I think the freshman guys are going to scrimmage out on the field, okay. but they're just going to have a practice. Okay. Because they normally it is sort of a scrimmage, or at least they, right. they do a little bit more contact for the fall preview, but... 
They know they're doing it again the next morning in right. less than 12 hours. Right. So they're not going to do as much full contact. They're just going to have a normal practice. While I believe some of the freshman guys will be scrimmaging, but they have had a, a busy week out there on the practice fields. Mm-hmm. Last week and a half, we've been able to watch them and, and see what they've been up to. Everybody's been busy, and luckily this week, the weather has cooled off a little bit. Now they're just trying to avoid some of the rain. But I think everybody is feeling very positive about what's coming in. You've yeah. got a ton of previews yeah, in Mid-Kansas I, I, Online, yeah, too. Yeah, I got with Coach Doyle uh, and got the vol- – we didn't have the volleyball uh, first week summary up yesterday. We have that up today on midkansasonline.com, though. Coach Doyle's excited about her team. They're kind of what you'd call the all-airport team. If they walked through an airport, they would scare a team because 6'3", 6'2", 6'2". I mean, uh, you know, they've got the size, uh, and, and Cassie Cook's like 5'10". And then, of course, uh, it's all going to come down to setting for that girls' volleyball team. you got Brett Doyle, Lauren Labertu. Uh Coach Doyle just feels like... All about digs. Digs. It's about digging and passing, and uh, there's no doubt they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna knock the varnish. Dave Larson's going to have to be out there polishing that floor where, you know, they've ripped the varnish off the floor. They're going to hit the ball so hard because Ryan Swanson, only a sophomore, she can flat out knock that thing down. Steve, you know what we'll be doing in a week? We'll be getting ready for high school football season opener. Broadcasting volleyball. That's right. On a Tuesday. That's right. We have a Next volley- Tuesday, September 3rd. We have a volleyball broadcast. I think it's a triangular. It is. Uh, is it Circle, I believe. And Winfield. Circle and Winfield. So, Circle, pretty good team. Good That'll team. That'll be a good test for the Bullpups. And generally, the Bullpups take care of Winfield. But you and I will be out there, and we'll just have to, you know, get ready and get the season kicked off and knock off the rust a little bit and we did volleyball for the first time last year so that's right we had fun with it and we had a lot of positive feedback about doing volleyball we've got a bunch of soccer games we're going to be broadcasting a lot of soccer games lots of in fact i think we have more soccer games than almost any as far as home games than about anything we have so we'll be doing that it's going to be a lot of fun. Steve, as, as I look through Mid-Kansas Online, and I saw it earlier this morning, and you know I'm a Wichita Eagle reader as well. Yes. It feels like everybody in central Kansas is talking about McPherson Athletics, whether it's really volleyball, are. whether it's tennis, whether it's soccer, well, whether soccer it's football. Team, the soccer team uh, today got picked in the top ten of teams to watch for this year. The number one team was May South, and that's a team the Bullpups, if everything goes like it should – the Bullpups in May South will probably be playing for the championship of the May South Invitational, and I believe that would be next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend. A couple weekends A couple from weekends, now. maybe, yeah. 10th through the 12th, or 14th, I think it's something like that. A lot of teams that are on their radar. I know that Hayden Barber today in the Eagle had their league previews for football. Right. And there were some picks that he made that, I, at my first thought, I went, wow, that's that's a bold pick. Mm-hmm. And he, on the AVCTL3 side, the Eagle picked offensive and defensive MVPs as well as league champions and how he was projecting the league standings would go. Offensive MVP, Cody Stuffelbean. Which is a bit of a surprise since Cody played very little offense last year. I think he had year. five catches last year. Yeah, but uh, he's going to be a bigger part of the offense. And then Jacob File was the defensive MVP. I almost thought... The roles might be reversed. Right. I that was ja- kind of my thought. I thought too. Jacob File might be the offensive MB- preseason MVP and Cody Stuffelbean being on defense. And I think you could put Mason Thrash right up there as a candidate for 
uh, potential MVP on defense. Did you read his special on sports in Kansas, his faces in Kansas? I did not. It was posted earlier today. Okay. I'll have you read it, and you, okay. and you can see. And they do a little Q&A with them. I have a, I got the website on my machine, on my computer. You got the website? Yeah. Everybody's got it. Yeah. You got it bookmarked. Oh, You're all over I, it. I do. Yes, Yeah. There's a lot of bullpup talk right now, Steve. A lot of Isn't chatter. it fun? A lot of chatter. A lot of noise. People are always asking, hey, you know what? In the Sports in Kansas one, Jack Kuplin mentioned us. Yes, he did. He said, everybody in McPherson is excited about football. And he said, even local radio stars, Jim Joyner and Steve <laughs> Sell. We're celebrities, Steve. We oh, made boy. it. Oh, we're, boy. Yeah, we're important, aren't we? Barely. Barely. All right, let's take our final break. This time... Let's actually talk about the Royals. We kind of skipped over that. We got okay. derailed. Let's talk about the Royals and their thrilling, epic performance last night against the Oakland A's. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Tap, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. So, Steve, you didn't enjoy Alex Gordon? As a relief arm for the bull, for the actually, Royals out he, of the bullpen. He was actually throwing about 82, though. I'm not surprised. Yeah. If he really cocks his arm back and throws it, I bet he could touch 90. Like, wasn't, didn't the first guy hit a home run? Off well, that wasn't great. But. Yeah. but they had to use position players to cover the last three innings of that game. That's how far out of it and how quickly they were out of it. It just Brad Keller and Jorge Lopez just didn't have it last night. Struggled with their command, struggled with their control. And for Keller, that's pretty unusual because he's been pretty solid. Even Especially like his first five innings. They've yeah. usually been good. Yeah, well, he had, what, six hitless innings here not too long ago? Yeah. And then five score, scoreless innings in another game. and So this was just kind of a clunker for him. But there's been talk they're going to, you know, maybe even shut him down the last couple of weeks. Uh, they're going to a six-man rotation for September. I'm not quite sure who all is going to be in that. I, I think Scoglund is going to be in there. They want to take a look at him. What about you? Uh, no. Duffy's going to be back. Oh, okay. He, he threw a good, you know, Danny Duffy really hasn't been that bad. He's just not been able to get on the field. He's been hurt quite a bit this year. I think he's only made like 19 starts, so he ought to come back really strong next year. And, you know, they really need pitching. They need these young pitchers that they drafted very high, you know, to develop the singers, the uh, co-ars. There's a guy named Lynch. I know it's pretty good. Then there's a guy that's like 6'7 or 6'8. I can't remember. It begins with a V. His last name's with a V. But uh, they're really high on about five pitchers in the minors. And and that's what really has been their Achilles heel in their organization for a long time. They just don't develop any pitching. Kyle Zimmer was supposed to be their big hope. And then what he, he threw 53 pitches in an inning and a third last night. Well, who are their homegrown, home-drafted pitchers that – come to your mind as, okay, those guys were good. Danny Duffy, Luke Hochaver. Yeah. Saberhagen. Zach Grinke. Saberhagen. Gr- uh, Gubazaw. That's not many. Yeah. That is not many. Dennis Leonard. 
Paul Splitorf. Well, let's just talk last 20 years. Yeah, last 20 years. Not many. It's not been good. No. And that's what has really hurt Kelvin them. Herrera. Okay. He was good. but A one-inning guy. Most of their other pitchers are guys that they trade for. Or... Luke Ochaver as a starter was not good. But boy, Luke Ochaver as a reliever was fine. Yeah. And boy, did he just kind of disappear off the planet. He never pitched. The, he, I don't. Aaron Crow. Yeah, Aaron. <laughs> what Aaron a great yeah, one. Aaron he was. Crow was an All Star one year, and next thing he was out of baseball in about two years. <laughs> so you've thrown out the number, Steve, that they have to go thirteen and seventeen. Seventeen and 13. seventeen and thirteen right. to avoid a one hundred loss season. Do you think there's any chance they can do that? No, no. Uh, there's they're just not. Well, right now you look at their lineup. And the bottom six in the order, bottom five, are hitting around 220 or less. They just right now they're just not scoring a lot of runs, and uh, they're you know they they hit home runs. But remember at the start of the year what the focus was on speed. It was all about they were going to steal 200 bases. Mondesi got hurt. Mondesi's basically only played half a season. Billy Hamilton could never get on base. You can't steal first base. So that just kind of left Merrifield. Whit Merrifield had a bunch of stolen bases early. I don't think he's hardly stole a base, stolen a base in the last two months, because, you know, he's hitting leadoff. But now they got Solaire hitting behind him. You don't want to try to steal when you got Solaire. You know, he's a home run hitter, which makes it's it's kind of an odd configuration to put Solaire in the number two spot. I don't really like that very much. But they don't the have go- any options. But the running running the running Royals have turned into the. Can't hit Royals? Quicksand Royals. Yeah, that hurts them. Yeah. All right, Steve, we'll wrap up today's show. Thanks again to Kyle Moody and Galen Shields for coming in and telling us a little bit about their Clash of Conferences Cup. You bet. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.